Look out, everybody. It's a monthly reset hot drop pod. I'm Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Justin Townsend. It's a That sounds terrible. I know. We it should workshop sound, that some more. It sounds like we're pooping on people. That's what it sounds like. It does. Um, it's supposed to be like a Battle Royale reference. I don't know if it really comes across. Um, anyway, this is not um, a regular monthly reset. This is one of the things, if you listened to the last episode, if you haven't yet, you should really go listen to the first episode, main episode of the show. When Big Stories news comes up, we're going to try to get on here and do a quick 20-minute little show for you folks um, and for our purposes to get out our thoughts on on these big things before they're gone. Um, It's one of the cool things about doing it the way we're doing it with the two of us is that it's very flexible. So we're able to just go, hey, 20 minutes, let's just hop on and do it. Um, And we can actually be sort of timely on this stuff. Um, So... The big news today is that Google announced at the Game Developers Conference in sunny San Francisco that their new gaming platform is called, it's not called Stevia, because that is an artificial sweetener. It's called Stadia, um, and it's a cloud gaming service, like we had thought and and been rumored, um, but it's a lot more than that. A lot of details came out, and, and Justin and I wanted to jump into it, um, so just bear bare top level details and we'll kind of get into the 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 points that excite us the most google much like they did with their test project stream late last year um is going to let you play games um on any device that has a chrome browser um at what they're claiming to be 1080p or now 4k at 60 frames a second um and they're gonna be triple a fully powered games you're gonna be able to literally Put it down on your laptop, pick up your phone and re-engage it and start from the exact same place and keep going. And that's sort of the top level pitch to players. And there's more. We're going to get into the details of more. Um, But just overall, Justin, how did you feel about the announcement? I texted you this morning and I said, hey... You know, we could be at a landscape altering announcement today. And I said, I highly doubt it. But it was rad that we were possibly going to be getting that. And I went into the day thinking like, okay, like, you know, I'm I'm excited to see this. I came out of that thing feeling split. I think if it works as intended, it is a landscape altering thing. The big question is, how is it going to work? Mm -hmm. Um, Just the details they gave were amazing. Yes. Uh, The... The things that they're going to try and implement with this system are forward thinking. They're planning for the future. Um, the integration with streaming and gaming and the developers all together is wild. Um, and I mean, we saw some of it in practice. I mean, I, I know you got to do the project stream mm-hmm. thing and it, you said that it ran okay. So like I have already going in, I have like a, you know, a little bit of faith in the project. Yep. Um, but if anybody can pull this off, it's probably Google. They have a couple of extra bucks lying around to throw at this thing if they want to. Yeah, I mean, I played Project Stream, and I'll tell you, I, I played it in two different environments. One, I played it on um, – when I first got into the beta, I like loaded it up at work to see, see what, how it worked, and my internet connection at work is not amazing, right? And it ran 
okay, but it, it definitely artifacted and definitely ran it like sub 1080, probably in a 720, you know, area and it was more of a 30 ish game than a 60 ish game. Right. But then I ran it again here at my house with a much better interconnection, you know, wired into, into the, into the router and it ran great. Like it ran to the point where like, yeah, if I really stared at like the blacks and stuff, I would be able to tell, Hey, I'm not running this on my console natively, but just sitting back and playing it, um, it ran great and it looked great. So it looked like it would look if I was playing it on a PS4, right? So um, that that is proven to me is that that can work. Um, my big question is coming with it, and I I feel a lot of the same that you do. I think that I think that it has the potential to be industry altering, and and I think that if they're able to pull off the things they're trying to pull off, it could change the way video games are sold and the hardware in which is used to sell them. And we've already seen the right that Microsoft already knows this as well. And is, is, is in the process of going this way. We don't know what Sony's doing right now in, in this Avenue. Um, it, it could change things. My problem is, okay. Like, is it really going to be 1080p 60 all the time? How good does your internet connection have to be to, to reach that, that level? Um, and is all the things you're saying that are going to be so seamless actually going to be as seamless as you say? Those are the things that I'm, you know, concerned about. The other part of it too is right. If I'm buying my game from the Google Play Store, I'm going to assume that's where they're going to sell this because that's where they sell all their other media. If I'm buying it from the Google Play Store, I, I, it's seemingly right. You have no option, right, to play these games when you don't have an internet connection, right? If you're not connected to their, if you're not online, there's no client to download. So if I buy Assassin's Creed, you know, Odyssey and my internet goes down for a week, I don't get to play my game for a week, you know? And, and it's a good point. That's a trade-off. I'm not saying it's not a, it's not a trade-off. And, and if it does work on phones and stuff like that, maybe you can do it over a cellular signal or, or whatever it might be. But I think that, these are trade-offs, right? There's this, 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 that's the trade-off for going, I can play anywhere I want on anything I want. I don't have to buy a $500 box. I can buy this, what I'm going to assume is like a 60 to $70 controller. Um, and I, I'll be fine. Right. So that's the thing I'm not sure about. Uh, and I also, the other thing I worry about, not worry about, but the other thing I question about is, and they talk about this in the presentation. So maybe it's going to be fine. Online Twitch based multiplayer games, not if I'm playing against people who are also on Stadia, but they 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 announce cross-platform play, whatever that's going to mean. I'm sure Xbox and Nintendo will be all in on it. Sony will be like, eh, we're not sure. Maybe we'll do it eventually. Um, am I going to be a disadvantage playing against someone playing on their Xbox on an Xbox controller? They claimed that it's actually going to be faster because they're their data center and the game client are on the, are in the same place. So it, 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 there's no, there's no delay in, in that way. Um, but there's still not anything locally sending, you know, position and so like that back to a server. So I, I just don't know if I'm playing at somebody who's playing on an Xbox, am I going to be at a disadvantage? Those are the hey, things look, I'm I mean, worried about. The, the thing with this thing is this isn't a small leap from where we were. This is a giant leap. Um, it feels like we're skipping multiple steps to get to this point 
that Google is saying now, like yeah. where you're, you're going to be able to have like thousand player battle Royale matches. Right. It's like, okay guys, slow down. We're, yeah. we're just starting to, Microsoft is just starting to like look into streaming technologies and Google apparently is saying, we've already got this all figured out. We are three or four years ahead of everybody else right, right. now. Yeah. Which is that really the case? We don't know. I, I'm trying to find the tweet right now, but I had seen in a couple of different places that they're thinking that you're going to be able to get that 1080p 60 with like a you know 25 to 30 uh, megs down internet, mm-hmm. like not not super fast. Like they right. they they say that they're planning for, and I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but like the middle of the country doesn't have the great like the greatest internet connections mm-hmm. i think that's a pretty well-known fact yeah. that the the east and uh, west coasts are better when it comes to having that type of signal and even still we're worse than everywhere else in the world for the most part yeah uh so if they're able to pull that off then yeah they are years ahead of everybody else but like the whole time we were watching that demonstration i was like i need to see the latency i have to see the latency um and there are some videos out there from the GDC floor where it doesn't look like the latency is that good, but who knows if that's just a, a thing of being at um, GDC or yeah. um, what you know what it could possibly be there. But again, it's like one of those things where it's like they are promising so many things right now. I don't even know what to like hold on to and believe is real. I just I, I have to see it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And they said it's launching in 2019. Um, one of the things I didn't talk about it for anything was price. Right. Yeah. Do you think that it's a like a going to be a subscription service? Because uh, I've think, seen some websites being like, hey, they've introduced the first Netflix for games. And I was like, I don't think they've said that. They haven't said that. I, I think that my, my my thought is probably it'll be something like what Microsoft does, where there will be a subscription service that you can use and it will have games that will cycle on and off of it. And and then they'll have you can just buy games right out. Um, I just don't I I, I don't believe that they'll be able to get every game company on board inside a subscription service, but all their games inside a subscription service, right? I just don't think that that's going to be possible. There's too many vested interests going other ways, right? So I I think that, yeah, you get a subscription service. It probably has some Ubisoft games in it, considering Ubisoft seems to be be a big partner with them. Ease was there. Yeah. I, because, you know, they really were very... They really were very hot on the, oh, you see the trailer, you see this thing that says play now, you click it, and you're playing within five seconds. So how does that work? How do you, is it like a timed demo? That's the other thing I was going to say is what I think is any game is going to be able to start for free. Like you'll be able to play an hour of it, two hours of it, or something like that. If it's a game like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, let's say. Um and then decide if you want to buy it or not. That that that's that's my gut feeling when it comes to that part of it. Um, I don't I don't know if that's gonna be the case. But the, they were so big on the you click this button and then you're you're playing it in five seconds. There's no way even if you have your your Google like wallet linked to your YouTube that it's gonna process and go through that fast, right? So it's like. There's got to be something else going on there, whether it's a subscription service or like a free to try, free to start kind of situation. Um, along with that, they also talked about, right, they said, hey, you can, we, we're, we want you to be able to try out Google Stadia with any mouse and keyboard and USB controller that you already have. You can on, on PC, I think they said 
was it just PC they said? PC and tablet maybe. PC and tablet maybe because they have USB. Um <clears throat> But oh, but but we have, of course, we have this controller that we want you to use that has things about it that make it optimal for uh, Stadia. Which it looks like the PlayStation controller and the Xbox controller had a little baby together, right? It has like Graphic. the shape of an Xbox controller, but the sticks in the position of uh, the PlayStation controller, and it has like the same letter buttons, right, as a Xbox, Xbox controller. controller. I think they were in the right order, right? They weren't in like crazy Nintendo order. No, they signed you with Microsoft. Okay. I'm positive on that. Because <laughs> um, um, they know the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I totally agree. It would be, it's not, they're not crazy pants like that. So the And so it has a share button on it that lets you, what they say, stream directly out to YouTube in 4K, 60 frames a second, because your hardware has nothing to do with it, right? It's the same data center. It's just going to send out the signal... One to your Twice. TV and one to the one to YouTube, which is cool. Um, I think that's a cool thing. I don't. They haven't said anything about like, yeah. But if you're a YouTube creator, like, you're gonna want to have a microphone hooked up to talk. You're gonna want to have a face cam. I don't know what what their like thing I mean, is there. The way that they were talking about YouTube creators, I'm sure they've got that part figured out. And we just don't know about it yet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would assume that there would be some sort of maybe on the YouTube end, like, hey, here's like an interface. You just Put you know this. Put your microphone input in. Put your camera input in, and then we'll just merge the two together. I don't know how it's gonna work. And the interesting, they said that the controller is hooked up through Wi-Fi, not to any of the devices in your house, but to the data center that the game is running off of. That's so weird. So that and they said so the controller will know like oh I want to play it on the tablet. So let's start playing on the tablet. Oh, I'm gonna be, I'm playing on the TV. Let's start playing it on the TV. I don't know exactly how it knows, except that you're you some you know you shut one down and open one up. I don't know, but um, maybe you have to initiate it with your remote or whatever to like start the game, and then it will just know because it knows what device your game is being beamed to. The other thing the controller has is the Google Assist button, yeah. which I think for me sounds really great. <laughs> uh, I mean, and they use the example there of in Tomb Raider, if you were like, if you're like me, sometimes you get stuck and you're like, I just want to get past this. I yeah. don't really care about looking up how to mm. beat this tomb. Right. So I would pause the game and go to YouTube and be like, how the frick do I beat this tomb? Yeah. And you would just press that button and say, how do I beat this tomb? And it's going to just instantly take you to a YouTube video without having to look at a um a different monitor or yeah uh, you know on your phone or whatever it's just gonna pull it right up and then you're like okay back to the game like i, I think I'm, that's really cool it is very cool i'm be, I, I will be interested to see how they figure out what videos they're like yes. surfacing to you because i don't want to see like freaking freaking pewdiepies like you know he doesn't really play games anymore but you know what i mean um i, I would rather just see like a straight up like commentary list like how to video, you know, that then 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 some sort of like, hey, we pulled up like the best you the most popular YouTube streamer in our algorithm to show you how to beat this level, you know, or whatever. So I wonder how they're gonna do that. But I I, I think it, it's maybe my views, who knows? It's a very cool idea. It's it's a very, very cool idea. Um and uh and the other thing with that was okay, so and we, we talked about this yesterday, you texted me this like Jason Trier like bit snippet from an article. The YouTuber can, or anybody, anybody, you don't have to be streaming to YouTube to do this. You can go, okay, 
I'm at this point in the game. Um, I'm going to create a link, send it out to either my YouTube community or my friends or whatever through text or discord. They use all the social services on their, on like their, on their demonstration. <clears throat> and the person clicks that link and it takes them to their game and creates a save state exactly where you left off with your information, like your save data up until that point, which is a nuts thing to be able to do. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it, that is very game changing. in the fact that it, it can allow, it can allow you to, you know, interface with people that you watch in a content basis to like, Oh, they're at this part of the game. I'm never going to get to the last, bo- I'm never going to get the last boss of bloodborne and not blood. Bloodborne is a bad example because the Sony game, but, of dark souls you know or whatever but <clears throat> this guy who i watch on youtube did it he's there he's got a great build i reload out he can just he's just copy and paste this link into the chat and i can click on it and play the last boss of dark souls and see if i can beat them you know that's like a very cool thing to to be able to do I mean, um, or if you wanted to use an example that would actually work with what they showed like in assassin's creed there are those four big boss fights yeah where you're fighting you know mythical creatures you could create a save point at one of those things and be like well this looks fun let me go try this yeah yeah absolutely and and, and it's just very very cool so it's 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 a, it's a really it's a you know it's a much more like it's not non-essential use case but it's still a cool one to, to be sure um and the jumping in with streamers the jumping in with streamers thing, yeah. So there's like a like a queue basically it goes like, hey, like you want to play with me? I can create like a, th- a a link that creates a lobby that because like a line of people who want to play with a streamer. So it basically makes stream sniping a a like a feature, not a bug, <laughs> if they want it to happen, obviously. And one of the things I do sit to because of the way because there's no there's no local client and everything is run directly through Google servers. There's what they're saying, no way to hack or cheat in multiplayer games, which anyone who's ever played a battle royale game, especially on PC knows that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. It's a very, it's a very big deal. So let's uh, look at some of the questions we've got here. We asked uh, on our, so last time we did this, we didn't have a discord server. We have one now. Um, if you go to our Twitter, which is twitter.com slash monthly reset, there's a link to our discord right there, or you can go to anchor.fm slash monthly dash disc monthly dash reset and you can find look at discord there as well and it'll be in the show notes for this as well um join it join our community come chat um and you can ask us questions and we will read them with uh some priority so uh, ng3 on the discord says does this thing work without exclusive games justin um I wanted to see if that question does this thing work without exclusive games like will um, it be popular will it hit well they are going to have exclusive games that's what we, one thing we didn't talk about yeah, yeah. they are going to have exclusive games um, Jason Schreier um, had an interview with was it, you know, Phil Harrison mm-hmm. um, and some points here were uh, that Google's first party and second party um, which would be like indie games funded by Google are mm-hmm. Stadia exclusive Mm-hmm. And uh, Jade Raymond is heading up that division. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was she's a pretty big name in games. She just left yeah. the EA. It was EA Motive to go join like two or three weeks ago, and we were wondering like, okay, like what is Google doing if they're pulling out these big people from EA? Yeah, yeah, they are going to have um, exclusive games, which is yeah. uh, I bet you at first it'll be a lot of indie stuff, 
um, because it seems like it'll be pretty easy to build indie stuff on that platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're definitely yeah. going to have exclusive things. If it didn't have exclusive games, I, st- I think it would be still pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things they did say, and this actually leads me into this, is that they mentioned the cross-platform play for multiplayer, but they also said something like kind of offhandedly about, and you could take your save states from one platform to another. So like allowing developers to put a hook into their games, which says like probably a thing like, um, I don't even remember when Telltale, when it switched generations from like PS3, Three. Xbox 360 yeah. to this new generation, they let you go like, like upload your saves to their website and be like, you can change platforms now if you want to, and we'll download your save like to that, like with your Telltale profile to that console. And you could only do it once, but you could do it. So I wonder mm-hmm. if that's what they're saying. Like, we'll get developers the tools, which the thing is, it was hard to remember. Sometimes this was this was at the game developers conference, and they were very much talking to people who make games, not necessarily people who play games. Like, you know, the, the not the consumers as much. They did say they was facing, but it wasn't like an E3 press briefing, right? It was like, they were very big on like, these are the hooks you have to be able to develop your games in a great way. And the, um, But, so... That's interesting, right? To be able to say, okay, I'm playing the division, let's say, right? The division two, and let's say crossplay is unlocked for that with with this thing, just hypothetically. And I go, okay, I'm playing on my PlayStation, but I'm going away for a couple of days. Um, I'm gonna have some downtime, but I'm not bringing my PlayStation with me, you know. But I've got my tablet, or I've got my like shitty little laptop that I will bring with me. I upload my save, like my save exists in my Uplay account, which that's an easy use case because they already have it, the ability, right? I open it up on this Stadia, Stadia, Stadia thing, and I'm also I'm playing my Division 2 game with my progress, and I can play with the people I'm playing with on my PlayStation. Like that, that is really, really cool if, if that is what they're able to do. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's one of those game-changing things, right? That's very hard to do. Not very hard to do, but harder to do on other platforms. Um, uh, so that's it, it's cool. Um, and yeah, I think that I, I think that if third-party support is there, their hook, right, is you can play wherever the hell you want. You know, like that's the thing that's the hook about it, whether they have exclusive games or not, which obviously they are. Uh, JDRCH on Discord says, how can you be sure this is something Google is in for the long haul not just something else they junk after a couple of years. So also in that interview, uh, Phil Harrison says that uh, he promises Google is going to stick with this thing, which mm-hmm. is like all rainbows and sunshine, sure. But the reason that they would is they aren't the only people looking into this. Like Microsoft, as we said, mm-hmm. is looking into this already. This may not be the total future of games, but this is going to be a future f- part of the future for games streaming is only becoming more and more popular so yeah they might not nail this thing right out of the gate but there's nothing saying that four or five years from now when you know internet speeds are hopefully better in this country that this isn't the lead dog in a couple of years like they should see this thing through yeah you know again you can't guarantee anything um but it seems like they spend an awful lot of money to get this thing up and running. They've you're creating studios and again, I, I don't follow Google as closely, let's say as I follow some other technology companies, their ins and outs. Um, but 
the things that the, the things that they have gotten rid of usually aren't very popular things, right? They're, and that's another thing too. If this takes off, that's how you know they'll keep at it. If it doesn't make money for them, they'll can it. They're, they're not in the business of not making money. So if it's successful, then you can probably bet that it will keep going. Much like, you know, Google phones and Android operating systems. And I all wonder that kind though of stuff. how much their overhead is on this. They're not creating a physical box. I, they're not creating a physical box, but they're creating a lot. I mean, we didn't talk about this. Like the, they are creating a like a box in a sense because they're creating custom servers and shards for this stuff. They they talked about the the GPU. They talked about a custom GPU made by AMD. You know, there there is like a a spec that developers are building Which for. Is a um, impressive spec. It's a huge spec. And the other thing about it, and this is one of the things that's like mind blowing about it, right? Is that like the, the the single what they're calling like instance of the Stadia platform is as powerful as an Xbox One X and a PS4 Pro put together. Um but you don't have to use just that one instance. You can use two instances or multiple instances. You're talking about like, you know, 10 you could you could you could get up what they say potentially an unlimited amount of scale of how much computing power you're putting behind the the thing that you're making, right? And for developers what their what their big pitch is this is you're never going to have to worry about developing <coughs> for something that can't handle the game you want to make. If you want a game that's going to take up this much power, that's fine. We're, we'll scale up so you can use that much power. And this whole platform can scale and go up, and it is of no extra cost to the end user. So your install base is never going to be expanding and shrinking, expanding and shrinking like it is with the console it's market. It's freaking wild. <laughs> which, that's the thing, which, 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 that is the thing that could potentially be giant, right? Which is the fact that if developers can go, like, let's say if Rockstar was like, Oh, okay. Now we're not constrained by any sort of hardware f from these these. Until they rang out of the hardware as it was, you know. Now we can use as much as we want and use be as powerful as we want. They'd release a game every like, ten years because they'd be they'd be perfecting well, yeah, which it. Which they almost always do anyway. But <laughs> but horsepower can sometimes make up for a lot of that that shit. So it's it's crazy. Um, CJX84 asks, are you confident that the internet speeds are where they need to be to handle game streaming? Uh, we talked about that a little earlier. We won't really know, right, until we get it. I, 1080p at 60, I, I want to see running, right, with, with with limited input lag. 4K 60 as well, like, that's, you know, that's that's a big ask. So we'll see. Um, what we, we need, They need to put out specs. They were very cagey about the spec aspect of it. You know, they didn't say like, you know, if you as your as long as your players have a forty megabit down connection or a hundred megabit down, you know, they didn't they, they didn't say anything like that. They'll be able to experience this, and I'm sure they're saying that to people behind the scenes for sure. But I want to know as a as a consumer, what does my internet speed have to be to be able to get that like high end experience? Yeah, experience. Yeah. Um, but I'm not saying like, look, if it's 1080p at 60. And I can play it on a Chromecast, or I can play it on my laptop, or I can play it on my phone. You know, I'm willing to trade off a little bit of 
like pristine blacks and stuff, you know, in uh, to, to, for, for that, you know. So um, we'll see. We'll 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 see what happens. Um, one D three four D Pixel says, "What do you think the big three's reaction is to this news? What should their reaction be?" Sony is probably has their arms crossed with a frown face and says, mm-hmm. you know, they're not worried because they have the best exclusives, which is true. Mm-hmm. Microsoft, I think, mm-hmm. is is probably equal part shook and happy because it's another way they could sell you. Like, who knows if they do something where it's like if Stadia isn't exclusive, where it, it's like a um, a Netflix based service. That's another mm-hmm. avenue for them to go. Hey, would you like Game Pass? Because that's what they that's what they want to do anyway. But if they're looking at 100%. if they're looking into their own streaming things, they I can't picture them coming out with anything better at E three than what Google's doing today. What Google did today, like specs or like or that yeah. infrastructure. I can't picture that at all. And Microsoft is probably gonna come yeah. out with another box at E three anyway. Um and yeah. Nintendo is Nintendo. Nintendo will never do anything like this. They don't, they don't care. care. <laughs> I, I, they'll do I bet you they'll do the cross play. Um, but Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo oh, will last until we are all dust because everyone will just keep playing Nintendo games forever. And that's all that they're concerned about. And that's fine. I guarantee you that Nintendo's probably like, okay, so it, it, will this thing be an app that you can just put on the switch? Much like I think in a couple of days, we're going to hear about Microsoft talking about game pass and streaming on the switch yeah. itself. You know? So I, I, I think that Nintendo doesn't care because Nintendo, you're not going to be able to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on a switch unless you're you know? streaming so, it which are, but, which unless they you're do now it, which here yeah so this is what i mean like I, I don't think they care um yeah so what their should reaction be I, I don't i don't think that companies don't uh, companies and somebody's need to react to what other companies are doing obviously but you can't if you have a philosophy and you have a something you think is going to be the best experience for the people who like your games I don't. I don't want companies changing that just because somebody comes up with a flashy, you know, new thing. Um, I, I think that Microsoft is already going this way, so they're going to keep going this way. And Microsoft does have something that I think is a little bit more appealing to me, which is you can stream this stuff anywhere. But if you want to download it and have the higher quality experience for sure, we have a box you yeah. can do that on. You know that 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 is that is appealing to me. So we'll, we'll see what they do. Um, and finally, um, Lissa asks, when can I have it, according to Phil Harrison, in 2019? So we'll, we'll, we'll see what, what, what comes of that. Um, when in 2019, they did not say. Um, my guess would be later yeah, in the year, because they didn't say summer well, they said 2019. We'll, t- we'll talk so more I'm, in summer. So I'm assuming they're not yeah, going to be like, so, it's out. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Somebody brought up a good point that like, does this open up, um, you know, gla- uh, wireless uh, VR in in like an interesting way? Oh yeah, that's um, a good point. Because if you can have that full full res experience, like suddenly like the Google Daydream, like their phone headset thing, majig, like becomes like a viable th- a viable. VR headset that doesn't just play phone stuff anymore. If it's streaming, like yeah. the you know the best quality stuff to your eyeballs. Um, one thing they did have well, before we get out of here because we're going to wrap this up. Id came out on stage and said Doom Eternal will be running 
on this thing. And that was one of the things where I think I was like, oh, okay. Because, like, Doom is not a game that messes around with speed and latency, right? It's super fast. It's it needs it needs it's super horsepower intensive, so I, I'm. That made me feel a little bit better about like okay, if this game runs well on it, then maybe we're looking at something cool. And the other thing too was that couch co-op stuff I thought was very neat when they were like, yeah, you, people can't do couch co-op as much as high high fidelity games because your console doesn't have the power to do it. But that doesn't matter to us, you know. We can give you four screens in one. You can all have your own screens and all be playing the same game in the same room, different perspectives, playing at the same time. Like, that kind of stuff is cool, and I think that is applications of this technology that I wouldn't have considered prior. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about it, but I think that I, I need to see more. Uh, same, what do you like, think? Yeah, I, I, as always, I'm, I'm very cautiously optimistic about things, but with this, it's like I have to take everything I, I heard today with a big grain of salt but it makes me excited for the future because even if we're not there right now you know if they support this thing i think they'll eventually get there and so that makes me excited right. for the future yeah absolutely all right cool i think that's gonna do it for our little uh untitled, hot drop pod. untitled emergency podcast that we once called hot drop pod which we realized when we said it out loud is not a good name um you can follow us on twitter at monthly reset uh, email us the monthly reset no monthly reset podcast at gmail.com uh, join our discord server come hang out with us uh, subscribe to our feed uh, anchor.fm slash monthly dash reset um, you can subscribe to all the different services right on there they have links for all the different services uh, on there you can also find us on the TC feed uh, every month but uh, yeah, and I think you well, like two weeks we'll have a normal uh, probably around that we'll have our, yep. our our next full show. Hopefully, we'll have a chance to try Sekiro before that happens. But judging by target chipping speeds, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at Bobby Shortle, Justin. That's gonna do it for this emergency pod. Until next time, be good to one another. Bye.